Friends, wow, what an amazing Go Boutique Live we just had. It was our fourth year of this three-day event for boutique photographers. And if you weren't there, all I gotta say is you missed out. I've heard from many students who have attended all four years that it was the best event yet. So today's episode is a Go Boutique Live recap show where I'm hitting my five favorite takeaways from Go Boutique Live 2023. If you are wanting to crush your business this year, you might want to grab your notebook, pop in your earbuds, and get ready for some amazingness. Warning, it will induce FOMO. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. All right, number one, let's talk about the theme. The theme was a superhero theme. And for me, I am very intentional about the theme. I don't just decide, oh, this would be fun or this is a good idea, but it's sort of like, what is the meaning of the theme? And when we're talking about a superhero, these are people who have superpowers, right? They come in, they can fly, they can be invisible. And I wanted everybody to know, and I want you to know, that you can take your own power back. You don't need anyone else to save you. You don't need to be rescued. You have and are everything you need to go build a life of your dreams. Along with this theme, everyone got a big box of, you could call it swag or event materials. But I know when you go to most national conferences, you walk in and they give you a little plastic bag with a bunch of junk in it, a bunch of coupons, maybe a ballpoint pen or a ruler. And I also am very intentional about what people get because our event is different. It's choreographed from start to finish for people to have a breakthrough. I want every attendee to have a realization or a moment or an aha or an idea or something that they can take and do that's going to change their life. And we also know that the old way of learning doesn't work. Anyone? (laughs) Sorry to all the teachers out there, but the whole listening to a lecture, taking a test and thinking that you've got it, it just doesn't work anymore. To learn, it's about participation. It's about two-way communication. And I could see every person who was on camera. We had a few people who were off camera, but I had a wall of TV screens where I could see all of the people and they were holding up signs and they were doing the work and they were having these breakthroughs, which was really fantastic. 
And the thing about all of this swag from the door hanger that says photography headquarters, I'm activating my superpowers to all of the emoji sticks that people were holding up to our manifesto to the really cool sample we gave everyone from White House custom color of their favorite paper that I love. And it said, there's a superhero inside all of us. We just need the courage to put on the cape. And I want everybody to hang that around them because here's the thing. Words have power. Words are so important. There was a Japanese researcher and healer named Dr. Masaru Emoto, and he conducted experiments on water molecules, and he put words on them, like love and hate and harmony and evil, and he studied them. And what he found was that these words can physically alter the molecular structure of the water. So right when they were close to freezing, he magnified them and he looked at what the crystals looked like. And the words that were full of love and beauty, like thank you and gratitude and harmony, were beautiful images. And the ones that were like evil, you disgust me, you fool, were random and collapsed structures is what he called it. And the positive words were so beautiful. So gosh, down to our structure, words have meaning. And so this is really how we kicked off Go Boutique Live. Everybody got a t-shirt that said, photography is my superpower with a cool graphic on it and a pair of socks with cameras and cute images on it so that when they're wearing that they step into their own power. They're not just t-shirts or socks. They're powerful words that when people put them on, they are anchored to the investment of time and money they made to be at this three-day event. And they start to feel that they are worth more. I also talked about the words we choose in our business are also important. Instead of saying photos or pictures, we say portraits or images or artwork. Instead of saying photo shoot, we have photography sessions. And you've heard me talk before here about the word shoot. It's just an ugly word. After there have been school shootings, it's changed just how we all view that word. And it would be so easy for someone to be triggered by that word and or children who are hearing us talking about shooting people. It's very confusing to young people. So I challenged us and I'll challenge you today as an industry. Let's take the word shoot out of our vocabulary. They're business portraits, not headshots. But I talked about using the word invest instead of spend. And throughout the whole conference was able to find words that people are using that we want to correct, like push. Oh, I'm going to push this product. You're not going to push the product. You're going to promote it. You're going to incentivize clients to invest in it. I would even recommend that you consider making a word choice list and adding on there the words that you want to use instead of the words that you don't and start working on it. I also follow Brooke Castillo. She has the Life Coach School and in our Peak Performance Coaching Program, we have a certified life coach from her program who helps photographers with their head trash. And it is so fascinating. But I heard her say last year that we all have a power sentence inside of us. We kind of called it a superpower sentence of what is that superpower sentence running our life? 
And we worked on that at the beginning because for some people it's a positive sentence and for some people it might be a negative sentence. And this might seem obvious, right? But are you powered by the thought of maybe someone told you this, maybe it was even a parent, you're never good enough or you're never going to be as good as your older sister or people like us don't make money or people like us don't take risks or you run around saying, I just never have time to get it all done. I live in overwhelm. I'm overwhelmed all the time. You've owned that as the sentence running your life. I don't know how. I'm confused. Maybe it's if I shove harder, it will work better. Or I can't please my parents anyway, so why try? Now listen, those are negative sentences that you might be saying, oh my gosh, you're right, that is running my life. Or you can decide it to be a positive sentence. And I really had to do a little thinking to figure out what my sentence was. And, and I realized for sure that it was my dad as a kid telling me that you can do anything you set your mind to. I was raised listening to Zig Ziglar and Stephen Covey and all the great motivational speakers. And that was my dad. He said, you can do anything as long as you work hard, right? That was part of it. But anything you set your mind to. And I've even actually had to do some work on, you can actually make money without having it to be working hard. You can work in a better way and you can serve people and it doesn't have to be painful. But I choose to keep the fact of I can do anything I set my mind to. So we did a lot of work on uncovering the power sentence. We called it the superpower sentence because it was a superpower event. But I love how Brooke Castillo said, like, uncover that sentence and make sure it's what you want it to be. Because guys, I don't know if you figured it out or not, but it's a choice and you get to decide what that is going to be. So sometimes if you want to get new results, you've got to make new choices. And one of those choices and decisions might be to let go of the sentence that's been running your life that you aren't happy with. What does that mean for you? It means do it. Change the sentence that's running your life because you have that ability. I hope you're already seeing that, whoa, this sounds like a really cool event next year. I'm definitely going to do it. So put it on your list for next late February. And as soon as we announce the dates, grab that ticket. Okay, so we we wove the superhero theme throughout the event, which was really, really fun. All the graphics, everything was consistent. And I am such a branding nerd. I love that kind of thing. And I think my love language is swag. (laughs) I want people to really pay attention to the details and know that they are loved. And so every single envelope that they got to open at certain times and um, all the things that they did were tied to that. In fact, we raised over $30,000 for Operation Underground Railroad, which is an organization that is out there rescuing children and women from, and men probably too, but from sex slavery. And it was really powerful, which was so fantastic. And And I know it's a hard conversation to talk about, but when people donated, whether it was a dollar or a hundred dollars, they got to put a tattoo on and it was with the superpower theme, right? Of giving them some power. And so everything was interactive and I absolutely loved that. Number two, this might be my favorite because I shared my favorite marketing activity and how it changed my life. And we really called it the bat signal. 
sometimes I've called it a dog whistle because it is that way, that light, that beacon, that sound that we put out there that attracts really amazing clients. And one of the attendees, Alicia Brummett, said it was worth the entire event. So what is this bat signal you say? Well, it is a dog whistle. It's a printed promotional piece that is designed and printed in an incredible interactive way. So it's super cool, professionally designed, and we kind of call it an establishing piece. So it establishes you as a photographer who is worth more, who does things differently, who's quite frankly, better than what other people are doing because everyone out there is vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. And that is not what we're about. We are about doing things differently. I showed a bunch of examples because I've been doing this for 25 years. And I also then shared seven ways to use the bat signal to reach the upscale client. Because it's so important. All clients are not equal. And I don't care what market you're in. There are clients who value photography. And when I say upscale, I don't just mean, oh, I'm targeting rich or wealthy people. But let's face it. If people are going to invest in beautiful wall portraits, they have to have some disposable income. And if that's you who's saying, oh my gosh, but I don't have any money. What I would tell you is don't sell from your own wallet. You can serve without being in your target audience. Think about fancy restaurants. The server and, and wait staff there, they're not making tons of money likely, but they can serve at such a high level. And so we create this beautiful printed piece and then we use it all throughout the year to build our business. So again, I gave seven different ways we use it from partnerships to speaking to groups but my favorite way is to use it instead of a business card. If you're a regular listener, you've heard the podcast on how I loathe business cards and we should all do away with them. So really walked everybody through, this is what you do instead of having a business card. You have this beautiful, gorgeous dog whistle piece and you use it in lieu of a business card. And I demonstrated it, acted it out, and it was such a big hit. So I hope you're even more thinking, gosh darn it, I wish I could have seen that. But from a high level, I want you to see that as photographers, marketing is different and we can compete with anybody because we're able to make relationships. And the dog whistle is just one of the many pieces that we can use to compete and not just compete, but thrive. The third thing that I really talked about throughout the event, and I know sometimes as creatives, we're photographers and we don't want to talk about this, but it's money. It's money and it's math. It's money and it's math. <laughs> and so many times people are like, I don't want to do math. It's hard and money, it stresses me out. But the reality is when you are boutique and you can serve your clients at a high level, you have to be able to make a profit. So everybody had a 50K emoji stick, which is $50,000 because I said, this is my goal for you. If you are wanting to build a business that serves your clients in a high way, you are able to make at least $50,000. And I want that to be everyone's goal, not like $200 a month. That's not gonna serve your family. It's not gonna give you your life and your freedom back. And if you're a hobby photographer and you wanna make a couple hundred bucks a month, that's great. 
but I'm not going to be the mentor for you. And that's okay. I'm crystal clear on who my target audience is when I'm teaching photographers and what I can do for them. And that is help them make money. And look, I did that having two babies and then three under three when I only had childcare two and three days a week. So what does that mean for you? That means that if I can do it, you can do it too. Do the math. One client per week at a $1,000 order. Let's say you just convert to boutique and you're like following Sarah's system and you're saying, okay, I can do this and you follow it and you get a $1,000 order. That's a $50,000 revenue jump for you. $50,000 more. Now, if you do 25 clients and sessions at $2,000, that's one every other week for $50,000. You can do that if you're working full-time, if you have a part-time job, and if you're a stay-at-home parent or you're homeschooling. It's just such an amazing opportunity we have in front of ourselves. We also looked at the cost of inaction. I have so many photographers that come across my path who have like, yeah, I've been trying to make this go for 10 years or 15 years. Look at this. If you don't make $50,000 a year for the next 10 years, it's costing you half a million dollars. And that's the extra money. That's the money that pays off the mortgage, puts the kids through college, redecorates the house, puts the family on planes to take vacations instead of driving or getting an extra hotel room so that we're not all shoved into one room. That half a million dollars in the next 10 years can change everything in your life. So if you've been looking at your business as like a luxury, no, it's not a luxury. It is a money-making beast, which is what is so cool about what we do in photography. We have the potential to make so much money and put our family first, which is my favorite part. Now, the fourth thing that was one of my favorite things, I think you're going to love this because I hear so many photographers saying, oh, but there's so much competition and it's always cute. I get a little giggle when people tell me that, well, Sarah, but I have so much competition as if I don't have that competition. I mean, heck, I'm teaching the so-called competitors in my market how to make money, but I know that if we run our business the right way, it doesn't matter how much competition there is. So I introduced everyone to a book called Blue Ocean Strategy. And the concept of this book is that in a bloody ocean where there are sharks eating people and it's just filled with people and sharks and, and chaos, that's what they call a bloody ocean, which is a red ocean, right? And then if you want to have a blue ocean, the strategy is to create uncontested market space and make the competition irrelevant. That's what it's about. Instead of trying to compete in the bloody ocean with all the, the cheap photographers attracting free pull, cheap old people and trying to one-up each other by giving more digital files or whatever it is, no, go to the blue ocean where all the people are not hanging out and where all the sharks are not hanging out. Make the competition irrelevant. So let me give you some examples of what that looks like. The Red Ocean strategy for photographers is selling or giving digital files that are printable, so high res, and you're competing with others doing the same things versus Blue Ocean photographers, which are boutique, which is what we teach, is creating artwork and doing things differently. It's serving our clients better. It's making an experience that the digital file photographers can't do. 
Red Ocean photographers are trying to beat the competition. Lower prices, more digitals, more mini sessions. Blue Ocean strategists are making the competitors irrelevant. So these are the photographers who are creating beautiful custom products and services to serve their clients. Red Ocean photographers have a piece of the pie mentality where they're saying, oh my gosh, there's a piece of the pie and we're all fighting for it. It's mine. It's mine. And they're mean to each other and they pull each other down and they don't encourage each other. They have very much a scarcity mindset. Blue Ocean strategy photographers have more of a garden mentality. This is where we all have seeds and we plant seeds and we find a client, we educate them, and then they plant more seeds and they're making more clients. And there are many clients for all of us. It's an abundance mindset. Red Ocean photographers are very transaction-based. All right, it's 200 bucks, mini session. I'll meet you at the park. We bam, 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 take a bunch of photos. Notice I said photos and not artwork because that's what they are, digital files. And here you go. Here's your 200 bucks versus relationship-based where we're holding their hand through the process. Like we have a five-step process that we teach people on how to serve their clients. Red Ocean photographers really play the short game. They're like, I have to make it work now or, or whatever. I'm going to have to do something else. And they panic and they freak out and they're inconsistent. And then they go away for six months and try selling essential oils. It doesn't work. And they come back to photography and they find a new $50 course. And they're like, I'm going to do this and I've got it all figured out. And they don't get magic results. So they squirrel out and put it on pause again. <laughs> I know this because I did it. I did it. And I realized, no, 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 no. I need to play the long game and I need to be consistent. I need to be consistent. So I make marketing decisions based on consistency, not what's going to work for me immediately, which is usually something that hurts us, right? It's discounting or doing cheap mini sessions and giving all of the things away. So I went through and gave seven detailed ways for photographers to create their own blue ocean and get clients swimming toward them. So they were loving it. They were taking massive notes. And um, I gave examples from students and how to do charitable marketing and get featured in the press and how they were served by educating their clients and how their products and everything can set themselves apart. And so we had students there who were brand new and just learned about Sarah Petty and the joy of marketing. And I had some of my most advanced students who have studied from me for years and they were having ahas and breakthroughs. And if you're ever in the mindset of, I already know that, beware. If you're not making all the money that you want very easily, working very part-time, there's something you don't know. So I want you to really challenge yourself when you hear yourself saying, oh, I already know that because likely you don't. And number five, one of the places I see so many students when they come in struggling is with their website. And we introduced everybody to another book called Story Brand by a guy named Donald Miller, who is brilliant and fantastic. And he's a writer and he really gets positioning and marketing. And when I do web critiques for my students, I see the same thing over and over. It's all about the photographer, right? I started photography when I was a child and I loved it. And, and I do this and I do this and it's all about me. So I went through and showed crucial mistakes that people are making. And then I went through a five-step website blueprint specifically for boutique portrait photographers. And of those five, I think my favorite point that we really hammered home was the one about making your client the hero. 
okay? Make them the hero. You're the guide. They are the hero. And so if you're all about me, 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 and I'm the hero, it's going to turn your clients off. And I know that what's hard about being in business is that we somewhat have to have some graphic design skills. We have to be writers. We have to be marketers. We have to be salespeople. We have to do, be accountants and bookkeepers. And we have to manage time. And we have to be the HR department. When we start hiring, we have to have all these different skills. And most people don't. Most people don't. And that's why I love having this event and being able to pour into my students and into this industry, showing people great examples of websites and what they're doing wrong. I also showed things that they want to likely take off their website because it's hurting it. Things like generic taglines. If your tagline is something like capturing yesterday's memories for tomorrow, guys, any photographer could say that it's weakening your brand and it needs to come off along with online galleries, your pricing, and anything that makes you the hero and not your clients the hero. Wow, that was a lot of information. I think, um, actually, as I'm recording this, I'm sort of scrolling through my slide deck. I am very Keynote, which is the program I use heavy when I'm teaching because I'm a visual learner. I like to see it, hear it, write it down. I have to use all of my senses, which is why I get the swag box for everyone else because I want them interacting. I want them doing something. I want them writing and listening. And um, we gave them a big planner for the whole year. And I actually did a segment that I added in on marketing that they should be doing for the next year. So I really gave perspective on what people think marketing is versus what they what it really actually is. And it's completely different than what most people think it is. Again, that's the shift from the short-term mindset to the long-term mindset. And how do we build those relationships? And how do we keep that drip of awareness out there? But it's funny, I'm looking at the keynote, 372 slides that I created for this three-day event. Massive slides with images, with stories, with um, graphics and designs, all professionally designed because that's how much I love my students. And I want to show them what that looks like, not just tell them, oh, you need to go be excellent in everything you do and have professional design and high quality images and everything needs to be consistent and thought out. I wanted to model that for them. We heard from quite a few students who shared their struggles and, and what they were winning on. We had eight students and some were even coaches in my program who did a program on what they did that crushed it. And then on day two, we had a round table where people got to go in different rooms virtually with these people and get more of the questions that they had answered. So they got to get more clarity. They got to engage. And oh my gosh, we heard so much amazing feedback from that. And so I always have people ask me like, what is Go Boutique Live? Is it just motivational? Is it motivational? Absolutely. But it's about not just the mindset, but the skill set and the toolkit. You have to have all of it. And look, you can go to some motivational speakers and have three days of motivation and come home and be like, I'm so motivated. And like two days later, what do you got? Nothing, because you don't have any tactics. Or you can go to a class and you can spend you know, $100,000 on a business degree of memorizing and regurgitating, and then you have no idea what to do in your business. 
for me, I like it to be all of it. I like us to have action steps. I like us to be taking action. We had group breakouts where people were meeting other people and anchoring in the work that they were doing as we were going. So I would teach it. They would do it. They would share it, which is how you learn. That's how you have transformation. And that is how you have breakthroughs. It is so powerful. And when you can be in a room for three days, bubbled up so that you're not running kids places and you're not taking phone calls, just like you're at a real conference, that's when you can make massive changes in your life. The body is meant to keep us safe, right? The mind is meant to keep us safe. And so when we have that idea or we want to grow our business, our mind tries to talk us out of it. And that's not okay. So we created that three-day event for a nervous system breakthrough so that you can get clarity on your life and what you want to do and how to go and do it. I had people saying they were were up to 40 pages of notes from the three days, massive, massive notes, which just tickles me to no end. But also, I know that they had tools. They had new skills that they learned. They, they, for the first time, many of them felt like they weren't so alone because they met others who were going through the same hard things, which just makes my day, which is amazing. That's what I want for everybody. If you can tell how passionate I am, for me, this is not a job. It's not just a career or a way to make money in my life. Like I've done that. I am in a great place in my life. I've almost got the baby through college. My husband and I, yes, we have a mortgage for many years, so we're not going anywhere. My photography business isn't going anywhere. My coaching business for photographers isn't going anywhere, but I am out to create a movement to change the world because for me, I look at it like little raindrops on a pond. Every one of you that I influence, you're influencing someone in your life. And I can't tell you how many of you come up to me and say, oh my gosh, we listened to you on a trip and my 16-year-old later said, oh my gosh, mom, I realized this was happening with my friends and I'm not going to let it bother me. And different stories like that where I'm like, all right, Sarah, you're doing the right thing. You're having impact. You're doing hard things. You're putting yourself out there on the line and it is making a difference in at least one person's life. So I hope today that was you. And if you've been feeling frustrated or stuck or overwhelmed, just know that there are people before you who have battled this battle. And also, you don't need someone else to come in and save you. I promise you have the power to put your own cape on. That was me boiling down 24 hours of training that happened during three days from Go Boutique Live into one little podcast episode of my favorite highlights. But there was so much more that happened for my students who were there. And listen, if you missed this year's event, be sure to get your ticket to next year's Go Boutique Live as soon as they go up for sale this fall. And until next week's podcast, remember, you are worth every penny. Hey photographer, it's Sarah again with a quick question for you. Do you ever wonder why some photographers make $300 a session and others make $3,000? I know I did. So I dug deep into what's going on and I wrote a book for you called Worth Every Penny. You can get a free copy at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book. Inside this book, you'll learn four ways to price your photography and why there's just one pricing strategy that attracts the best clients. 
what to do when you need clients and why paying for ads doesn't work and what to do instead that's way cheaper. The do's and don'ts of social media, what most photographers are doing wrong that lowers their profits and what to do instead. I'm not sure there's a book on the planet that more photographers have read. 23,124 photographers have it already, so I want you to have it too. Grab your copy of the hardcover book free here. Just pay a little for shipping and handling at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book.